Hey, this is Travis with Oscar Mike Radio number 154. I don't know if I'd call this a podcast necessarily tonight or um, maybe just a couple of thoughts for you all about stuff that happened this week. And I'm going to keep this one pretty uh, raw and untouched. Uh, the reason being is that the, the subject tonight is pretty, pretty fresh in my mind. So, a little background. Some of you may know that I ride a motorcycle. Been riding for quite some time. And uh, last week in New Hampshire, seven people on 10 plus motorcycles were crashed into by a person who, come to find out, shouldn't have been in the country and shouldn't have been driving. And as a result of that, people lost their lives and it just so happened that these people were all riding with the Jarheads Motorcycle Club. Marine Corps Motorcycle Club that supports veterans and Marines all across the nation and they were having a big meeting in New Hampshire where the accident happened. And. Again, this is not really a podcast with a structure. I'm going to leave this raw. You're going to hear the motorcycles going by because I just got out of the uh, Whitman Mass candlelight vigil for the people who have passed. I I was asked, and nor would I have done this, I was asked not to record anybody or make any videos talking to anybody. I didn't want to anyway out of respect for those who had fallen, but I definitely wanted to capture how this made me feel. And I did want to say to all the people who reached out to me on phone, text, email, Facebook messages, asking if I was okay when that crash happened, I just want to say thanks for doing that. It meant a lot to me. But you know, I was safe and sound, I was not affected. I, I didn't know any of these people personally. I had met the Jarheads several times at several veterans events and like the Denny V ride and a couple other rides, but I have never known any of them personally. But I can say as a, as a Marine and as a, a motorcycle rider, and I don't ride in a club, I don't have any affiliation with any club. I do ride with the Patriot Guard riders and my Marine Corps League, but anything past that, I am not an official MC for any entity however you know it's a small community and everybody knows everybody else over time everybody sees each other and so this tragic accident affected us all these are people celebrating life celebrating freedom on their motorcycle and you know as the story unfolds today he shouldn't the driver shouldn't have been in the country one and shouldn't have had his license. And if he hadn't had his license, at least these people might be alive. And I'll get into a conversation about legal immigration in another, um, or immigration problems in another forum. But you gotta wonder when we're gonna start enforcing the laws of our land. Because this was entirely preventable. I wrestled that with that a lot as I rode out west to Mount Greylock and to see my good friend in Bennington, Vermont. That 
this was an accident that, that shouldn't have happened for a couple of reasons. If you ride a motorcycle, you're told from day one that if you ride together as a group, you probably have a better chance of getting from point A to point B safely. Large groups mean more noise, mean more people to see, which means cars are going to notice you sooner than if you're riding alone. And the other thing is, you know, go the speed limit. And by all accounts, none of these individuals were breaking the law. In other words, they were going, you know, following the, the rules of the road. They weren't drinking. They weren't acting crazily. They were all in, 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 a, in a big group. Ten more cycles on a road is not insignificant. And that didn't matter, right? That did not matter. They still lost their lives because of this accident. And because of the way this went down, we'll never truly know if he was texting and driving or on anything, drunk or whatever, but his past shows that he was a problem and shouldn't have been licensed to drive. And based on his immigration status, probably should have been on the road back to Ukraine. And it's terrible. I just believe that as time has come on, it's not getting safer to ride. I, and I ride and I love to ride and I try not to think about the dangers, but the fact of the matter is, cars have become so cocooned and so shielded from outside forces, much guys going by, that people don't have to pay attention anymore. They've been dumbed down. They've been dumbed down. And a truck like that 20 years ago would have had a standard transmission and a couple other things to force the driver to pay attention. And that's no longer the case. So something terrible happened. Seven innocent people lost their lives. People who served their country lost their lives. And fellow Marines and fellow motorcyclists lost their lives. Just terrible. And, you know, this, this podcast, this, this set of thoughts that I have tonight, again, I'm, I'm not really structured. You will notice that I'm not going to spend a lot of time or effort into massaging this and making it sound all pretty and tight and good. No, I, I kind of want this to be raw because I'm not really feeling, you know, I'm feeling myself, but I'm not really feeling myself when it comes to, you know, enjoying this part of my life. There have been several times in the last almost 30 years that I've been riding where, you know, I could have lost my life or been seriously injured and for whatever reason, you know, I haven't, I haven't been, whether through experience, skill, or, you know, I'll say it, it's not luck. It's the big man upstairs, the Supreme Commandant, God, you know, making sure I walk away from an accident. But I love the ride, I love the feeling it gives me, and I love the community. Hang on. There's like 14 motorcycles like 100 yards away from me, all Harleys. My bike's not that loud. So, when this happens, you think about the dangers, you think about the risk, you think about what's going on, and I, I decided that even with all these feelings that I should ride this weekend, and I did. And then tonight, like I said, I'm in Whitman, Mass. I'm in the, the town park for Whitman, just down from the Whitman BFW there was a candlelight vigil and get together for um, the Jarheads Motorcycle Club 
and there had to be easily a thousand motorcycles out there tonight and people coming out to support um, uh, uh, our fellow brethren and and all kinds of, of, of solar riders like myself who aren't affiliated with anybody the Buffalo Soldiers, the Golden Knights, the Blue Knights, uh, the American Infidels, the Veterans Motorcycle Club, uh, the Marine Riders. I could go on and on. I mean, I mean, tons of people coming out to support uh, our, our fallen. And when you see that, it, it gives me hope. And like I said, I, I, out of respect and just because it just didn't feel appropriate, I didn't want to, you know, interview anybody there. But I did want to kind of just afterwards sit down and collect my feelings. I'm on a park bench in Whitman, Massachusetts. It's, it's kind of a town park. It's a great little place just down the road from the BFW. And on the one hand, I'm... I'm happy that people came out to support our own. I'm just sorry it had to be under these circumstances. And all I can say is we have to remember who these people were and not let their memory die. And the people who put this together tonight, the South Shore Veterans Assistance, the Whitman VFW, all the clubs that supported this, the Veterans MC, uh, you have my thanks. These are people who are proud to be Americans. They're not. Is that your bike? Is that your bike? Hang on, guys. Yes, it's my bike. I like your helmet and your bike. Oh, thank you. Good luck riding home when you do. All right, appreciate it. So, I'm gonna leave that in there. I'm not gonna cut that out. Uh, three kids came up and I guess want to say hello. I didn't want to be rude or anything. They didn't see me. Uh, it's it's not very lit, but it's what they wanted to do. I'm I'm gonna leave that in there. That's that's kind of cool. So you might be asking yourself. You might want to say, well, you don't know these people. You you never saw them. You never rode with them. So why is it affecting you like it is? And, and again, I would say first, this could have been prevented. I'll have some links to some of the articles that came out about this story. I don't want to give too much uh, airtime to the person who caused the accident, but the long and short of it is, if you start putting together the story, it becomes clear. He was an immigrant from Ukraine, had his green card, and through several drunk driving, substance abuse violations, and moving violations, probably should have had his green card revoked and then kicked out of the country, and he wasn't. simple as that so we have again a, a terrible loss of life that could have been prevented if we had just followed our laws the second thing that, that really affects me about this is I, I ride a motorcycle I, I love motorcycling I might not be a biker per se I might not be a sport enthusiast but I, I love all aspects of motorcycling I don't care what you ride you're on two wheels with a motor you're good enough for me. That's just how I feel.
and we pay taxes, we pay excise taxes, we, we pay for special stickers just like people in cars do. And I feel we have just as much right to the road as anybody else. And you and your car texting your phone is a threat to my life. And that's kind of why I try to ride the way I do. When I tell you I'm getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go for a ride, it's not because I want to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. It's because I want to avoid all the traffic that comes out around this town at uh, 9 o'clock in the morning going to Dunkin' Donuts to get their coffee. Hang on a second. And, and last but not least, I mean... Uh, most people killed were Marines. They all served their country like me. They either went to Paris Island or San Diego. Most likely Paris Island from around here. I went to San Diego. We also, I'm gonna leave it in there. I'm not gonna cut that out. Um, we all took the same oath to serve. We all walked on the yellow footprints. We all shot the same rifle range. We all learned how to drill. We all learned to do the same things. We all were riflemen first, whether we served in combat or not. And tonight we really underscored the very important fact that, you know, these people are my brothers and sisters. And when something happens to one of us, it happens to all of us. And they're gone. And I don't know what the next step is. I, I feel that if I got killed on a motorcycle accident, my, my, my wish would be this, that people who knew me, who rode, would keep riding. That some kind of good could come out of the terrible incident. And, and that... I would I would die knowing that I did something that I loved doing while I was dying. I know it's kind of like overdramatic. Again, I'm not really trying to be all podcasty or broadcast proper tonight, but I wouldn't want you to quit riding or sell your motorcycle because of my death. And with that being said, I don't think that these people would have wanted us to quit riding, celebrating life, and enjoying our freedom because of what happened to them. That being said, what I saw tonight in Whitman at the VFW with everybody coming together gave me hope that, you know, there's people in this country, in this part of the country, in the world who will still rally around each other, and that's the most powerful part of the, of the motorcycling community. That I think if you don't ride and you have never ridden and you've never really tried to understand where we're coming from, you'll never appreciate or understand. And in some ways, I almost feel sorry for you. It's not for everybody. I'm not saying that I'm better than you because, you know, I feel that way. But if you've never understood that kind of camaraderie from, you know, being with a group of motorcyclists or bikers or biker motorcycles or people just out having a good time. And, you know, I don't know who you are, but I see you broke down the side of the road. I'm going to stop and, hey, can I help you? 
if you've never experienced that or just come up to somebody and you know them asking about your bike and what's going on with it and what model is it so on and so forth and having that connection I, I can't put it into words but it's a powerful thing and I think the best thing we all can do as motorcyclists and members of, of motorcycle clubs and, and people who embrace the biker lifestyle is just to keep riding I think the worst thing we could do is to let these people's memory die and so with that being said I wanted to read off the names of those who were killed in this accident this podcast is dedicated to their memory and service and to the jarheads, if any jarheads, uh, and, and motorcycle club members across the, the nation that are listening to this or ever do, uh, this podcast is is raw for a reason. You know, life is raw. Sometimes this podcast, you know, gets a little raw, and this is one of those times. So, with that being said. I'd like to read their names and then have a moment of silence in this podcast in their memory. And this podcast will be dedicated to their memory so that they're never forgotten. Starting with Joanne and Edward Kaur. Michael Ferrazzi. Albert Matza. Aaron Perry, Daniel Pereira, and Desma Oaks. I hope the Supreme Commandant has given you your duty belt and assignment to guard our gates in heaven. To the families who are suffering this terrible tragedy at this point in time, you have my heartfelt condolences and wherever I am, whatever I can do to keep these fallen brothers and sisters alive, I I will do that. That's my promise to you all. For those of you who don't ride and maybe didn't serve in the military or both, I, I just would ask that when you're on the road in your car and you want to get that text or, or Facebook notification or whatever it is, put the phone down, turn the music down, and focus on your driving. It just might prevent something like this. Tonight showed me that people still care about others. You can't put a price tag on that. So I think I'm going to end it there. Uh, again, I, I didn't. I, I, I thought about this and, and thought about doing it my normal way, where I get everything, you know, to do a, 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 a podcast podcast where I post the sound, edit, make sure all my imperfections are out of there. And I didn't want that tonight. I just wanted to kind of talk for a change about how I felt, whether it makes any sense or not. I feel better doing it. If you have feelings about this and want to reach out to me, you can. Just drop me a line on, on Facebook or Twitter or anywhere. 
And if you're ever out there riding, see me out there and want to go with me, sure, let's go. Stay safe, rubber down, kickstand up, we're on the move.